everybody and welcome to the true crime squad this is katie weaver i'm here with my sister co-host and partner in crime christy brower hello hello hey everybody sorry for the delay technology was being a real dick mm-hmm. technology <laughs> we need a lot to of extra tech tonight because we have so much to talk about don't we tech tried to win but christy uh waited into battle and persevered. yeah yes i did <laughs> Well, good. There job. was a lot of cussing, and I had to throw a cat off my lap a couple times. But you know, it's all good. It's all good. She, she really thought she could fix this herself, but as it turned out, not really at all. Right. Well, I made all these video clips earlier, thinking, "Oh, I'm going to be so prepared for all of these court, all this court stuff," and they're all ready and done. And then freaking couldn't add them to our. Anyway, yeah. they're added. We're good. It doesn't matter. It's all good. We're good to We're go. Here. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, you might know that tonight is also the watch party. It's the third Wednesday of the month. So the watch party is this evening at 8.15 Pacific, or Mountain, sorry, Pacific. Where am I? Where do I live? Uh, Mountain. And no. So if you are a part of our membership on YouTube, uh, you are welcome to come. If you aren't, you're still welcome to come. All you got to do is join. So... The and you just do that over on YouTube, all right? On our home page, there's a spot for our, our membership. You can join that. That's all you have to do. It's four ninety nine a month. No big deal. And you can come to the watch party. So the watch mm-hmm. party is we've already picked uh, an episode that we're going to watch together. We always go off Netflix, some kind of a mm-hmm. documentary or something like that, and we do. Uh, a live stream, you know, through like the same channels that you're watching here, except for it's only available to those that are subscribers, but then we just chat together. So you stream it from your own device and we stream it from ours because otherwise that would be illegal. And then we just Mm -hmm. chat about it and it's freaking fun. It's really fun. Well, you picked something especially fun for us, I think. Well, I did because crime has been so damn hard this week and I think we're all still reeling. From the death of Audrey Cunningham, oh, um, yeah. dear God, we're all just horrified. Last week is the first time I've ever had a nightmare from true crime. And it mm-hmm. was it was after, well, it was two weeks, I guess. It was the first day of uh, Montgomery's uh, yeah. testimony, the stepmom's testimony. It absolutely gutted me. These were all things we'd already heard, but it was just too much. Anyway, so I wanted to pick something that was not murdery and definitely not child murdery. So I chose, this is a documentary series that was on uh, in 2021. They only had like four little series and then it ended, but it's called Heist. Again, you'll find it on Netflix. We're Mm -hmm. actually going to watch two episodes because they're about 40 minutes long. And I felt like, you know, if we're going to do one, let's just do them both. So, uh, this is Bourbon King. And this is about a bourbon heist. And just the name of the bourbon made me laugh my ass off. So, I think this is going to be fun and funny. And just a little bit lighter side of uh, crime, if there is Gotta one. Gotta love a good heist. That's the best. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, you'll just go to Netflix and search for watch party or not watch party. Don't do that. <laughs> go to Netflix <laughs> and search for heist, uh, Bourbon King and you'll find it. So yep. that's what we're watching. And by God, it's going to be fun. I mean, yes, it, it is. We're okay. going to laugh and make fun of this bourbon and mm-hmm. these heisters. Mm-hmm. We're all going to want. Oh, Colleen lives close to Pappy Gate. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, she knows exactly what we're talking about. Oh, yes. funny. Mm-hmm. But we're going to kick it off with uh, little Miss Lori Vallow was in court today acting crazy as hell. So let's see what you yeah. have to say. So this is a pretty much a nothing burger as far as court is concerned. But boy, old Miss Vallow is in real form. So let's watch this. Yep, she's, she's wandering in, doing the beauty queen wave and smile, flipping the mm-hmm. hair. She w- said hello to the prosecutor as she walked past her. It is kind of hard to hear. If you can't hear him, they're just setting a date for another complex case status conference. And that's what this was. But I mean, Uh they're setting another one. Uh And he's asking the attorneys, you know, if anybody needs anything. And here's the uh, defense bitching that they haven't received all of the uh, discovery and guess what this case is 20 terabytes guys i think that um uh john Paul would have probably had a heart attack by now <laughs> that's probably true he'd have to stay up all night right and then Lori's attorney's request that she doesn't have to come to the next hearing Mm-hmm. Because check out that blush, man. Right. Oh yeah, you're gonna get a, some good shots of the jail makeup here in just a minute. So the next hearing is just like discovery, dealing with discovery issues. So they're asking that she doesn't have to come. I don't know why. I'm surprised she doesn't want to, because you know she's putting on a show. Mm-hmm. And that's basically it. But the main reason I wanted us to watch this is to watch her mm-hmm. after it's over when she's talking to her attorney. You gotta, you'll see it here in just a minute. Now watch this. So she's okay. whispering to her attorney, but look what she's doing. She's mm-hmm. staring directly at the camera mm-hmm. with that big, 
crazy fucking look on her face mm-hmm. and smiling. And that flirty, and very close, intimate, yeah, way she's Boy, leaning we've into her attorney. We've seen that before, haven't we? Yep. Now, the female attorney on the other side of her, Lori looks at her and smiles once, and the attorney just does one of those one second smiles at her and you're like <laughs> can you imagine what she must think of her but the 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 way she plays to the camera at the end here and like looks and makes eye contact with that camera several times is mm-hmm. crazy so crazy yeah so there's another hearing coming up in april she's not even going to go to it That's- uh but it's this looks like lori a- off her meds lori Yes, it does. Yeah. That big old smile and that flirty, the way she walked into the courtroom, like she was a celebrity, Mm -hmm. said hello to the prosecutor, who's probably like, don't you fucking talk to me, you know? (laughs) Oh, That is, that's my, when I watched this morning, I went, oh, she's off her meds. I thought a lot about that hearing last January, you know? The faded one where the camera was on her face the whole time that fucked up the whole having cameras in the courtroom thing. Where she her face was so damn crazy the whole time. Couldn't stop smiling. They were talking about her dead child and she was smiling and looking off into the distance and stuff. And people were so, so mad for good reason. Uh, but as we had learned uh, from, from our contacts, she was fully unmedicated and had been for months. Mm-hmm. And it was right after that that she finally started taking her meds again that to me is unmedicated without a doubt oh hell yeah that's what i was thinking too man she was mm-hmm. the way that yeah like you did the beauty queen wave like she just yeah. could have been she could have been on a float in a parade as far as yeah. she was concerned mm-hmm. it's so crazy and terrifying mm-hmm. But the way she yeah. looks right at the camera, holy moly. I know. The way she's in there real flirty with her attorney and then turns and looks right at that camera. Mm-hmm. Like, she knew exactly what she was doing. is so mm-hmm. fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Absolutely yeah, bananas. Christy, I, I agree. Chrissy says, I never fail to be amazed by how incongruous she can be. Yeah. Right? It's so inappropriate. Has for... she ever been appropriate? Good question. No. I, I really wonder. But, you know, how many how many triple murderers do you see behave like this in court? Right. Not very many. No. She is a creepy lady. I agree. And that blush, bro. Whew. Oh, yeah. The jail makeup is super bad. She's definitely mm-hmm. got tampon girls in again. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole thing is there. But, yeah, the blush was like, wow, that's mm-hmm. a lot of jail blush. I mean, I'll give her some props on her hair because she does better jail hair than I do not jail hair. <laughs> she, yeah, I she has managed to keep keep that up pretty well. Although we all now know she is not a blonde, is she? Nah. Yeah, yeah the Kool Aid makeup. Yeah, something real, man. That was really mm-hmm. bright on her cheeks. Yeah, really bright. Oi, oi, oi. Uh, well, speaking of not bright and looking good. What, do you want to show us a couple of uh, ugly bitches that are now going to prison? <laughs> oh, I sure do. Because this this makes me happy only because we have not been able to have actual uh, mug shots of um, Ruby Frankie and uh, Jody Hildebrand because they don't do them. They don't publish them until people are actually convicted in Utah. So here's Ruby Frankie looking like shit, although frighteningly similar to Lori Vallow in yeah. quite a lot of ways. But she mm-hmm. looks bad. But you want to see who yeah. looks worse? 
Joda Hildebrand looks oh, like shit. <laughs> she does. And I'll be honest, I'm not a big fan usually of like looks shaming, but I'll make an exception in their case. Uh, yeah. Holy when it's shit. down to somebody like these two idiots, um, uh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You're allowed. Yeah. But yeah, I was very glad to see their mugshots are out now because they are convicted felons mm-hmm. and headed off into the system for mm-hmm. how long? We don't know, but at least they're, you know, official yeah. now. Looks like fun, ladies. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy your terrible life. Yeah. We hope it sucks. We just hope it sucks a lot. Mm-hmm. Very much. Yep. We wanted to talk. Well, I need to tell you, there's some weird stuff in Chad. I, I guess it's weird. It's weird to me. Chad is apparently had a hearing today. That snuck up on the docket uh, real quick. Yeah. But apparently he had a hearing today at 1.30. And uh, I don't think anybody knew about it. Or maybe it didn't even happen and that was a mistake. I really don't know. I am very confused about that. But there's also wow. supposed to be a status conference or not a pretrial conference, sorry. It's pretrial tomorrow, tomorrow. at 9.30. Guys, this is the opportunity for a plea. That's what pre-trial conferences are for. They're for several things, but one of them is that a plea could be entered and and presented to the judge at that hearing. Mm-hmm. Would that be, I mean, I don't think we're going to get that lucky. I really don't. But wouldn't it be crazy? Something weird happened today. Today, East Idaho News did a live that was a test. I saw that. Okay. I've seen East Idaho News do that two other times. Mm-hmm. One was the day the kids were found. Oh, yes. And the other was the day before the sentencing of Lori Vallow. That is right. They also applied to get into that courtroom for this hearing tomorrow and it was denied and said it would be live streamed by the court i'm not saying something's up but i'm saying that east idaho news has been one step ahead this entire Mm -hmm. time and has had excellent contacts and i think it's weird that they did that today i also they don't seem to have known there was a hearing today either or if they did that was sealed or i just don't know but we will stream that in the morning and then uh, be here to talk about it when it's over. But I am interested. Not saying anything is happening, but that was just interesting to me today when I saw that. I went, why yeah, are they doing a they... test? They've done a lot of live streams. Yeah, they do tons of them. But that is interesting. Mm-hmm. Right. Could we be so lucky, friend? I mean, it would be the best thing that could happen for his children, for the state of Idaho, for uh, Fremont County, Madison yeah. County. Like the victims' families, like it—it mm-hmm. it would be a great thing for everyone, which is probably why this asshole won't do it. Yeah, but we'll see. It's at nine thirty Mountain in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> so we will definitely stream that and be present for it, and we'll go from there. That's about all I have to say on that. Uh, prior is has been fiddling around a little bit trying to get some uh, delays claiming there's a new info coming out of Arizona and he's going to need more time uh, you know 
They Can usually... you imagine what the judge and the prosecutors must think at this point of him still trying to say, I need more time? No. Dude, there is not enough time on this planet ever for you, apparently. So shut up and go to court. Yeah. Ugh. Absolutely. Yes, just to clarify also, uh, Ruby, Frankie, and Jody Hildebrandt were given consecutive sentences. So that means that they can't be served concurrently like at the same time. So for each count, they are their minimum is a year, mm -hmm. maximum is 15 years, but for what they pled to, that can only max out at 30. So they're going to do mm -hmm. somewhere between four and 30 years. Mm -hmm. But it's all up to the Pardons and Paroles Board in Utah. Like, mm -hmm. The judge did gave them the stiffest thing he could by making their sentences consecutive mm -hmm. and not concurrent. Yeah. So we don't know. So yeah, it, even though it the math adds up to sixty, uh, Utah law actually limits it to thirty. Yeah. So the max is thirty. The minimum is four. Is four. Mm -hmm. But it's all up to the the uh, pardons and paroles board, and we just don't know what they're going to do with this. So, yeah. Could the new evidence <laughs> be that Chad's going to be charged with conspiracy in Arizona? I technically it could. It sounded to me like it was discovery. Yeah, it's discovery. They've already yeah. said that they're not charging Chad. They've already said they're not charging him in Charles Vallow's murder, that they yeah. don't have enough evidence to prove conspiracy. So I, yeah, I think it's, it's discovery, but it's probably real peripheral not that important because this is prior we're talking about here he's mm -hmm. clutching those pearls man yeah yep for sure let's change gears entirely we want to talk about something that has happened in oklahoma yes so i am going to show you a picture this is next oh hold on my article okay this is next benedict Next, Benedict is a non-binary student, 16 years old, in Oklahoma. On February 7th, a teacher walked into a bathroom, and Next and their friend were being mercilessly beat up by some older girls. Yeah. Uh, and also, and according to the friend, Next had their head pounded repeatedly on the bathroom floor really hard. Mm -hmm. The teacher broke up the fight, uh, didn't really do anything else except for that all of the kids were hauled to the office and apparently Nex and the friend and I don't know about the perps were uh, suspended for fighting. Mm -hmm. And the friend says that Nex was unable to walk at that point. The school says that's not true that she or they walked directly to the nurse's office and they were fine. The friend says that's really not true at all, but uh, the school is desperately trying to not come out of this looking like this piece of shit that they are. Yeah, and they're so really covering their asses at this point. Nex's grandmother uh, is their legal guardian, and they she took Nex to the hospital when they got home from school and explained what happened, and the hospital treated her and sent her home or them home. They got home uh, with a terrible, terrible headache and went to bed. Woke up the next morning. We're getting ready to go to an appointment and next collapsed on the living room floor and died. There's some big problems with 
the story because the school did not call the police. The school did not file a police report. The resource officer at the school didn't even know what happened. The school didn't call the hospital when next was clearly very injured. And so grandma called the police and the school resource officer came to the hospital to take Nex's statement and their friend. And now the school is claiming that Nex was fine at school and the fight only lasted for two minutes and they walked themselves to the office and to the nurse's station and the nurse took a look at them and decided that they were fine and didn't need to have uh, the hospital called. And now the police are trying to claim that whatever next died from, it wasn't from that attack. No, she it was just some other they just, yeah, collapsed no medical yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. Oh. It is absolutely unbelievable. And so now, of course, uh, now they're waiting for toxicology. Essentially, they're going to try to claim that Nex either was on drugs or unalived themselves. That's, that's what's coming. But the stories just do not gel. They don't match up. Mm-hmm. Don't. Indeed, where the hell are the cameras? Well, and the mother of the best friend that was beat up mm-hmm. is the one coming out saying, "Not this is not what my daughter experienced. Yeah. She was there. Like what she, what she has told me and what's mm-hmm. coming out of the school is not matching at all. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, not at all. And so it seems like the school and the police are circling the wagons trying to uh, protect the school, essentially. This school or this, uh, you know, Oklahoma is really working hard on discrimination against trans kids. I mean, they're working overtime to do that, including putting people uh, as a part of their school uh, oversight committee that don't even live in the state that are well-known discriminators. uh, That And that person actually has managed to get multiple people fired in the school systems in Oklahoma get the schools swatted many, many times, get lots of bomb threats called in just because of schools being too woke. Oh, my God. You know, if you're nice at all to LGBTQ kids, you're going to get your ass kicked by these people. It is insanity. So the school says, or the police say that they have completed the autopsy, and the autopsy shows that Lex's death was not caused by trauma. Uh-huh. Sure, Jan. You're right. I, I'm sure How that's true. Did she not have an internal bleed or a closed head injury or something? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, what are the odds that, you know, they die of something totally unrelated the next day? I just don't buy it. At 16 years old. At 16 years old. So yeah. there's quite a few things going on. The community is pissed and the community is getting involved and this is good. So next has a bunch of, there's a bunch of community vigils planned. Uh, one on Friday, the 23rd, uh, another on Saturday, the 24th, actually two on the 24th, three on February 25th. Mm-hmm. There is a GoFundMe 
uh, for next. You can find that if you just go to GoFundMe and search for next Benedict. But there's a lot of support right now for the family. There is a lot of pressure right now on the police and on the school, which is good because when this case broke, there wasn't an iota of press on it. And now yeah. it's pretty much blowing up. Why? Because it blew up on TikTok. And yep. a bunch and of pressure media started pouring has... in. Mm-hmm. And... Well, the on Under the Desk News has been on it. And, and yes. Under the Desk News has a big following. Mm-hmm. And, and from really that, good. it finally got some national attention. And here we are. Agree. Grandma needs a private autopsy. That's one of the things that GoFundMe needs yeah. to pay for. Yeah. Well, yeah. Grandma needs an attorney to step up and take this mm-hmm. case. And start yep. kicking ass and taking names. Yeah, absolutely. Right. This this occurred on February 7th. And we're all just barely hearing about it. And yeah. yes, Amy, the family is being attacked relentlessly by anti-LGBTQ people right now. Right now. While they have a dead child, they're being attacked. That's the what the sickest, fuck? What is wrong with people? Yeah. I find myself asking that question a lot. Mm-hmm. Too so, much. We wanted to say her name, and we wanted to be sure that you guys were Their aware name, this yeah. was happening. Their name, yeah. And we'll continue to pay really close attention to this case. Most definitely. Uh, in the meantime, we are on a verdict watch for Adam Montgomery. Yes, we so are. Tell us what's up. Well, what I have for you. So the uh, defense rested this morning. And both the defense and the prosecution gave their closing arguments. So I have about five minutes of closing arguments from Adam Montgomery's attorney is, I don't know. You guys help me nail down what the hell is with this woman. She is so strange in what she has to say and just the way she, she's very flat. I don't know. It's really bizarre. So we're going to watch her first and then we'll watch a little bit of the prosecutor because I think it's really important to what they're Balance trying that. to. Yes, because what she says is so bizarre. So here is Adam Montgomery's attorney uh, with about the first five minutes of um, their uh, closing argument. Arguments. Uh, counsel, whenever you're ready. Wake up, baby girl. Baby girl, wake up. Those were the words that Kayla used to describe how Adam approached his child when he discovered that she was dead. Kayla used words that were the truth sometimes to fill in her lies. Baby girl, wake up. Those words were from a real memory of how Adam was speaking when he discovered his daughter looking peacefully asleep would never wake up again. Wake up, baby girl. But she didn't. Those words were the truth surrounded by Kayla's lie. Adam is no innocent. Shortly after he discovered that his baby girl would not wake up again, he began a series of decisions, terrible and criminal decisions. He made them with a very misguided belief that he had to make them to keep his family from being ripped apart. And he made those decisions 
with the input and influence of his wife, Kayla. He did make those choices, and you will hold him accountable for those choices. He and Kayla hid, moved, lied, and manipulated Harmony's body after her death. It's unforgivable. They lied about her whereabouts after her death, and it's unforgivable. But he did not do this to hide that he killed Harmony, because he did not kill Harmony. He did this because he believed it would keep his family together. He did not witness tamper with Kayla. She was an instigator and equal partner. He did not influence her. She influenced him. And most importantly, he did not kill his daughter. He did not kill his baby girl. When Kayla was facing charges not related to Harmony's death, theft, and two charges of receiving stolen property, charges that could send her to prison for over a decade. And then, by her own actions, she was facing two more charges for perjury, for lying about Harmony's death, and she was subject to two more felonies. These felonies, three and a half to seven each, potential, stacked in prison. Three and a half to seven plus three and a half to seven plus receiving stolen property times two plus theft. So Kayla decided to lie about Harmony's death, to accuse Adam of something that he did not do to get herself out of her own pro problems. And what better way than to pick an accusation that had already been made? Adam was already arrested and in jail for an allegation of striking Harmony, a tale that he had struck her and given her black eyes. That became the groundwork for Kayla's own lies. She had to lie because the truth would point to her. Okay. So... Some of you were saying that she uh, reminds you of the attorney Elaine from the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. I think she's medicated uh -huh. the way she's talking and she's barely like she was barely opening her mouth uh -huh. and like kind of slurry in a few places. Uh -huh. Plus the bullshit she was saying was just straight up uh -huh. uh, bullshit. And yeah, Kayla's a fucking liar. We all know it. Mm -hmm. But do you really think that if Adam didn't kill Harmony, that he would have just been dragging her body all over the place to protect his family? Keep his family together? The one that he was dragging in and out of homeless shelters and living in other people's cars? And yeah, right. okay, sure. He was real concerned about his family. It was. It's just so gross. But let's let's have a little palate cleanser. This is uh, the the kind of the opening statements of the clothing for the prosecution. Good morning again, everyone. I want to thank you very much for the time that you have spent in this case for a journey that we told you back before we took the view was going to be a journey that you weren't going to forget. 
It has been a long couple of weeks. You have been incredibly attentive, and we are very, very appreciative of that. One of the things you heard just a moment ago from Attorney Smith was that she doesn't get the opportunity to come back up here and talk again. That's true. It's called taking turns. It's something that parents teach children. Beginning, state has to go first, defendant has to go second. At the closings, defendant has to go first, state has to go second. Something very simple that parents teach children. One of the other things that they should teach is if you're going to quote the defendant, if you're going to quote a witness, you have to make sure that you're accurate. So I'll apologize in advance, but let's quote people accurately. I fucked up. Again and again and again. I fucked up. I fucked up. That's what the defendant, his language that he used when he told Travis Beach at the night he got the U-Haul, the night that he disappeared Harmony's body to whatever place it is now where he knows it is right now to this day, his words, I fucked up. Not she, not we, not Kayla, I, I fucked up. Singular, personal, solo. That's the defendant's words. Defense counsel got up here in openings and said that you'd hear evidence that Adam Montgomery was out in the middle of the night doing his business when something happened and Harmony died. If that were so, the defendant never would have told Travis Beach, I fucked up. Adam Montgomery was no loving, caring parent, but an enraged tyrant who had no business being around young Harmony. So together, let's look at the actual evidence, the actual quotes of what you saw and heard as we look at all of the charges that you're going to deliberate on that encapsulate what the defendant did do and talk about the evidence that you've seen tells you what he committed. And we'll start first with what the defendant's telling you in opening arguments and now that you can and should find him guilty of abuse of a corpse and falsifying physical evidence. Let's set that as the baseline. Let's start there. Let's see what that actually means before we look at how he committed every, uh, each one of the crimes charged, not just the ones that he feels are going to distract you from the rest of the nightmare that he's responsible for. Who carried Harmony's body away from the broken down car in the duffel bag, hit her outside a colonial village while they stayed in Anthony Badero's blue Audi for two nights, put Harmony under a ramp and then in a van, and then in this cooler for weeks at Christina Lupin's house, into the CMC bag, into the walk-in cooler at Portland Pie Company, in the fridge, in the freezer, defrosted her in the shower, consolidated her body yet again, brought her to the Econo Lodge, tricked his friend into renting him the U-Haul, and then dumped her body somewhere, all to make sure that the evidence that could have been brought before and should find him guilty of those two crimes of abuse of a corpse and falsifying physical evidence for this. He doesn't dispute this. The defense said all of that in their openings, that the defendant did both of these two bolded things. Since day two of this trial, 
opening arguments, you should then consider not only all of the testimony, but also all of the corroborating testimony about all of those charges, those two, falsifying physical and abuse of a corpse, to be true. So let's make it very, very painfully clear from the indictments that you're going to be considering for falsifying physical evidence and abuse of a corpse, making this harmony fit into this and disappearing her body in the condition that it could not be found for a trial like this one. The evidence was there, and the defendant's counsel professed to you that he's not disputing that, not saying he didn't commit these crimes. So you can check these two off the list. You're muted. Yes, I am. The reality of the length that he went to prevent her body from being found, but he didn't kill her? I mean, come on. We're not that stupid. And yeah, Kayla's a piece of shit, and she deserves to go away just like he does. But it doesn't make him innocent at all. Yeah, he was really good. And, and you know, their statements are much longer and you can look them up and go watch them. Um, the defense one was so long. Oh, and she talks so slow and talks their dick in her mouth like this until you just can't stand to listen to her anymore. Um, but I really appreciated the way that the, the uh, prosecutor went at her. Yeah. In the beginning there because she deserved it, man. It was gross. <laughs> can you imagine... A prosecutor in Idaho, Southeast Idaho, getting up there and saying, I fucked up. Oh, my God. The courthouse would literally just crumble to the ground. That Probably. Would just, that yeah. would end it all right there. People would freak out. But it's very, very true. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> potato caught it. I said dick in her mouth. But that's oh. what she <laughs> sounds like. She's talking around something, you know? Yeah. Um, but he's totally nailed that. Right. Why? Why would he say that repeatedly to multiple people? I fucked up, mm -hmm. not Kayla fucked up or we fucked up. Mm -hmm. I fucked up. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I really hope that this is over quickly and I hope that he goes away forever. Just, I know, but are you a little surprised that the jury did not retain or come back with a verdict today and are went home for the night? I really thought this would be really... real super fast. Well, but they have to review all the, like, there are steps they have to follow, mm -hmm. and it can take quite a bit of time to follow those steps. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I'm trying not to read anything into that at this point, because, you know, I mean, they yeah. heard a lot today before it they went did. to them. And and so it wasn't like they didn't have the whole day or anything, but, yeah, no. I mean, I really, yeah, um, really, really hope that we see yeah. a verdict on this tomorrow. Yeah. Me too. Me too. I mean, not that Abedin has even come to court. Oh, no, it wasn't even there today. Nope. Nope. I wonder if they'll I make him he... be there for the reading of the uh, verdict. I think he has to be there for the verdict. But I could be wrong. I'm surprised. You know, you know, Lori Vallow tried this in Idaho, says if you're on trial for murder, you're going to sit in that chair. 
-hmm. And I'm really, it bothers me that uh, he's been allowed to stay away. Mm. It's not right. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Awful. Yeah. Awful. The whole thing's awful. I want it to be over so bad. So, so bad. And I just want justice for harmony. I want this to be done. Yeah. Yep. I just wish that it could result in where are her remains or do they even exist anymore at this point with all the horrible things that he did? Are they even? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. Yep. All righty. Well, let's move on. Just taking a quick look at our list here. (laughs) That threw me so much. I can't even think. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Well, there's a little bit in Delphi. Yeah. Which, and by the way, News Nation did uh, kind of a documentary style uh, article on Delphi that was really good, or episode on Delphi that's definitely worth worth taking a look at. But you know how we keep saying that Judge Goal just uh, either completely ignores the defense and never rules on the many motions that they've made that she's completely ignored? Yeah. Well, or she just rules on shit without ever having a hearing and, you know, giving people the opportunity to argue their premise. Well, she has struck again. So two of the things that they had filed, one was requesting clarification on the prosecutor's uh, allegations of contempt by the defense because their allegations are nonsensical there's different kinds of contempt and they don't clarify what kind of contempt they're claiming uh as well as some other uh just a legally flawed brief that doesn't really give the information that they need in order to argue it argue it properly so they asked for clarification she said no no (laughs) she denied that what does that even fucking mean no no to what yeah how uh she just said no, we're not. You don't get to know. It's just, it's disgusting and terrifying that this how, judge is behaving this way. How does she get to stay on this case? Right. How? I, I've i just got nothing on this shit. Yeah. I don't even know what to say anymore. Right. But also the never ending either just ignoring them completely or issuing a ruling and never citing any case law or any reason why really just saying, no, I just, I can't even. So anyway, uh, there were a bunch of subpoenas issued too from the prosecution, uh, you know, because they're just determined to show that uh, there was contempt here. They're still really trying hard to get these guys thrown off the case. Um. None of this has anything to do with justice for Abby and Libby. Not None at all. Not at all. That's it, it makes me sick that yep. there's nothing being done here that helps yep. get some kind of justice for her for their families. Well, nothing. So that's that's what's up. Definitely go find the News Nation. They called it Crime Nation. It's a new show. And their first episode was all about uh, the Delphi case. And it is excellent truly excellent. So I highly recommend that you go check that out. Uh, The defense also filed for transcripts of the hearing on 615, uh, 
when the judge told them if they wanted to argue certain things, they would have to file for a Frank's hearing, mm -hmm. you know, which they did do. And then she denied it. Yep. Uh, uh, they filed a motion for those on uh, clear back in August, August 8th. And she has never taken any action on it, just completely ignored. So they have filed for that yet again. But uh, mm. she's just going to ignore that too. I, I don't understand mm -hmm. how this level of due process being violated is, is allowed. I can't, I, it's, I think it's terrifying in it this is. country that this is going on and just allowed to happen. Yeah. So that's what's up. There's, you know, always something. Delphi is the case that never sleeps at this point. So at any rate, that's mm -hmm. what I have on that. Uh, in Traconis, there was a, huh, a thing. Yeah. So one of the things that was that came out in the Michelle Tracronis trial, which is this is the murder of Jennifer Dulos. And if you recall, Jennifer's estranged husband or ex-husband, I'm not sure if they were fully divorced yet, um, Fotis Dulos was arrested for her murder. And then he took his life in prison. And let's talk through his suicide note because it just shows you what kind of a piece of shit he is dead or alive so this was written on 128 of 2020 uh he'd had a bail hearing to try to get his bail reduced and when it looked like he was not getting out of jail anytime soon he wrote this letter and then he took his life in jail uh -huh. he, so the letter says all if you are reading this i am no more Ugh, dramatic I refuse to spend even an hour more in jail for something I had nothing to do with. Enough is enough. If it takes my head to end this, to end this, for who? Just you. Yeah. Uh, so be it. I want it to be known that Michelle Traconis had nothing to do with Jennifer's disappearance. And neither did Kent Mawinney. I ask the state to let them free. Oh, okay, because you're really in charge of this whole thing, Photos, I can tell. Um, Always have been, apparently. Yeah, of any such accusations. I also ask the state to stop harassing my friends. Uh, Andre? Andre? Uh, something. I can't read the last name. And Anna Curry. They are honorable people. Please let my children know that I love them. I... I would do anything to be with them, you know, except for sit in jail for a murder you committed. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, we all have our limits. I mean, he had not been in jail for very long, you guys. Right. The state will not rest until I rot in jail. Yep. My attorney can explain what happened with the bags on Albany Avenue. Oh, you mean when you were dumping all of the evidence of the murder of Jennifer? Uh, everything else is a story fabricated by the law enforcement. Uh -huh. <laughs> I mean, whatever, dude. Like, they have the evidence. They know what it is. Uh -huh. I want to thank all my family and friends that stood by me the, in the, for this difficult time. Above all, Anna Curry. I am sorry for letting you down and not continuing the fight. Photos. I mean, it's full of gross bullshit. Uh -huh. But it's pretty damn rich that the person he thanks at the end is not 
Michelle Traconis, mm-hmm. who is now on trial for her involvement. Mm-hmm. And she's in, you know, he says she was not involved in Jennifer's disappearance. Right. Because yeah. she came in after the fact and helped you clean it up and cover it up. He does and also, I'm innocent. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm innocent. But he does not say that Michelle Traconis is innocent. He says she was not involved in Jennifer's disappearance. Yeah. That's not the same thing. Yeah. And the fact that he, um, you know, thanks Anna Curry at the end Mm -hmm. and not Michelle Traconis, who is now facing the Mm -hmm. music for this whole thing, is so Mm -hmm. gross. And yeah, he's going the conspiracy theory route. They were all... This was all a big, you know, setup and blah, blah, blah. Even though we know exactly what the bags on, you know, that he dumped were. They were evidence. Like, gross. He's such an ass. Anyway, from the grave, he is an asshole. Mm -hmm. But boy, that, how does that help Michelle Traconis? I don't think it does. I don't think so either. Also, this idea that... uh... I, I want the state to stop bothering these people. Leave them alone. We're yep. done here. I'm going to take myself out so I don't have to deal with mm-hmm. the consequences. Now you guys stop bugging my friends. Uh-huh. Dude, you are not in charge of this situation, which clearly is what he could not tolerate. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just so bizarre. Ugh. Yuck. Uh, in a tiny bit of... Well, it's not tiny. It's actually kind of huge news. But uh, in the laundry uh, potato... Yes. Civil case. They settled out of court today. Uh, Confidentially. So we'll never know exactly what they uh, determined. But I mean, that tells you that the laundries have agreed to pay something. Certainly they have. Yeah. Well, there's enough that's come out now that, uh, you know, it it was exactly what it looked like it was. They were helping their son. They knew exactly what went on. They did know that Gabby was dead for quite a long time before her family did. This yeah. is exactly what it looked like the whole damn time. Uh, they also finally, uh, it was released that Roberta Laundrie was this close to being arrested by the FBI. There was a yes. serious conversation about arresting her because she obviously knew what was up and was essentially aiding and abetting. She was. I've wondered all along why she wasn't arrested. Mm-hmm. I still want to know it, why, to be honest. It but... sucks that I hope it gets leaked, honestly, mm-hmm. because it sucks to not know what they agreed to. I know. I, they shouldn't get protected. Why are they constantly being protected? Mm-hmm. They are terrible people that did some heinous shit. And the public should get to know what are they paying? Indeed. Indeed. But at any rate, that's not going to be going to uh, to court. So it's over. It's done. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. But that yeah. so much has come out lately that, that, I mean, they would be stupid to go all the way to a, to a verdict on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So obviously, the biggest news uh, of yesterday and today is Audrey Cunningham, and we yeah. did a story on her a couple of days ago. This was a missing child, and so Christy, you've got a report for us about this. Yes, unfortunately, Audrey Cunningham was found deceased in the Trinity River yesterday. So uh, I'm going to share a little bit of the press conference with the sheriff and the um, and the district attorney. And then I'm going to tell you a little bit about what's happening now. 
Good afternoon. Thank you for being here today. Uh, I want to first start by thanking the media for uh, for helping us with the coverage over Audrey, over her missing. You have been your help has been immensely appreciated. It has been it has been great. I want to thank again everyone who has been engaged in the efforts to find Audrey, from the investigators to the volunteers who have who have spent countless hours in hopes of finding her, and to the community members who have been been here supporting us since day one. I also want to have a, say thank you to Trinity River Authority for lowering the water levels so that the divers could reach the area, could reach areas of, of interest. At, at this time, I sadly announced that Audrey's body was located at the Trinity River on the U.S. Highway 59. As a result of today's developments, I will discontinue the Amber Alert for Audrey, and I, I want to thank DPS Department of Public Safety for all their help in this alert. The information that ha we have gathered in this criminal investigation is substantial. The Polk County Sheriff's Office investigators, the Livingston Police Department, and the Texas Rangers, uh, the Game Wardens, the FBI, Harris County Sheriff's Office, the uh, uh, San Jacinto County Sheriff's Office, the District Attorney's Office um, in uh, Trinity County, in Liberty County, uh, it's just an outpouring of love from all of our law enforcement partners. My heart aches with this news, and I express with my deepest sympathies and condolences to everyone who knew, who cared for, and loved Audrey. The Sheriff's Office, we will continue to process the evidence that has been gathered to ensure that the justice for Audrey. And at this time, I will turn the podium over to the Polk County District Attorney, Ms. Shelley Sinton. Thank you, Byron. My name is Shelly Sitton and I am your Polk County District Attorney. I just want to take a few moments to explain how we're going to move forward from here. Based on all of the evidence that law enforcement has collected, they are in the process of preparing the appropriate arrest warrants for Don Stephen McDougall. At this time, we believe the appropriate arrest warrant is going to be for capital murder in the death of Audrey Cunningham. He is currently still in jail under an unrelated felony charge here. I understand that this is a very difficult time for Audrey's family and for our community. The substantial law enforcement resources that were marshaled by the Sheriff Lyons, I think should show you that this county and law enforcement, they will come out when they need to, to protect our children and the assets that we have been made available to Polk County to protect our children have been substantial. And at this point, as Sheriff Lyons said, he'll continue to collect the evidence and process that. The district attorney's office is going to stand right beside them and follow through. And we promise that you can assure that the district attorney's office will be just as dedicated to this case as every one of these law enforcement officers that are standing behind you to do what is right for Audrey and bring justice to our community. Thank you. You're muted. Damn it every time. Uh, just a very sad result there. I mean, I don't think that anybody's surprised this has been a, a rescue or not a rescue, but a recovery mission from the time that she was found missing. Yep. Um, 
Can we all just say how cute that sheriff is, though? All in white. White uh -huh. hat. You couldn't totally see from there, but mm -hmm. um, he's dressed head to toe in white with mm -hmm. a tie and a white hat. It's just like... It's very sharp. Cool, like, very sharp. Really, mm -hmm. really cute. Yeah. I just really love the officials that have worked in this case because they've worked mm -hmm. really hard and really fast. Oh, and taken this very, very seriously. Yeah. They have. So, yep. Don Stephen McDougall, who we knew, this genius right here, who we already knew was the roommate of uh, Audrey's dad and grandmother, who yeah. turns out to be a registered sex offender, mm -hmm. uh, is the primary suspect. And he has now been charged mm -hmm. with her murder. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. He helped with the door-to-door -door search Thursday night. He sure did. Yeah. He acted like it. And he's the one that had all those really, really weird texts between um, himself and Audrey's mother, mm -hmm. who was a non-custodial parent who had, didn't have any contact with um, Audrey. I'm still absolutely convinced that he was trying to set her up for something. I think so, too. I think so, too. But... I also think he's not the sharpest knife in the drawer. And I don't think that anybody no. in that situation believes any of it. So he's, mm -hmm. they're looking at charging him with a capital crime. Mm -hmm. And, you know, fortunately he was already in jail mm -hmm. on an unrelated assault charge. So they yeah. have him. He's not going anywhere. And obviously the district attorney's office is ready to throw the book at him. It's just yeah. so sad. You know, I yeah. mean, it's it's good that they've got him and off the street and, you know, nobody else is going to get hurt by him. But what the yeah. hell, people? What were I'll they put... thinking oh. living with that little girl in a house with this man? Well, and they've said Terrifying. both that he lived with them and that he lived in a trailer at the house, but had access to the indoors. OK, maybe he slept in a camp trailer, but I'm guessing he was in the house to shower, watch TV, cook, eat, babysit her, apparently babysit her give her rides i'm going to put a link in the chat room to the charging docs so that you guys can read them if you want to yeah um apparently there was a rock that law law enforcement saw in his or not a rock sorry a rope that law mm -hmm. enforcement saw in his vehicle two days before she disappeared when they pulled him over for something unrelated mm -hmm. and that's the rope that she was tied to she was tied with a, ro a rope oh. to a rock in the river and that's, uh, or in the lake in the, in the body of water. Uh, yeah. It's they, the river, Trinity river. They had witnessed that, uh, rope in his vehicle two days before. They've had no doubt from day one. It's pretty clear. Well, and electronically they're saying that, uh, they can track his motions to places of interest where some of her belongings and things were found. Remember the hello mm -hmm. kitty backpack and that, uh, they are in direct uh, uh, defiance of what he has claimed, where he claimed he was as well. Like, yeah. none, of it looks, none of it looks right. Well, he didn't all. cover his tracks. No. No, he did not. He it's also just... refused to charge or to sign the charging doc and refused a public defender. My God, you guys, is mm -hmm. this guy another sovereign citizen? Right. He doesn't I mean, want an attorney and he's not signing the charging doc. That makes me think he's going to try and pull the sovereign citizen shit. Well, and as if not signing the charging doc means you're not charged. Oh, you are. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
listen, motherfucker, you're charged. Doesn't matter if you sign it or not. Mm-hmm. And you decide you don't want an attorney and want to represent yourself. Well, I mean, see in hell. Yeah. So the charges right now, as they stand, obviously, are murder uh, with zero bond. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're waiting for the autopsy to come back. I'll tell you right now. Well, yeah, it's, the offense is capital murder of a person under 15 and over 10. I really hate that I'm saying this out loud, but I will tell you right now that when the uh, autopsy comes back, those charges will be enhanced with SA because there's no way. Yeah. He didn't assault He's this a child. Sex of course. Every way. Yep. Ugh. Yep. So, boo. I mean, I think it was pretty obvious this was recovery, but everyone still had some kind of hope that just maybe she was alive out there somewhere. Right. It's horrifying. Yep. Poor little kid, Jesus. Yep. So, so sad for Audrey. She was failed so many ways, so many times. That fool should have never had any access to her ever. Yeah. Nope. Yep. Well, I think we did it. I think we did. So we are going to be back here in 10 minutes, seven minutes, for <laughs> the uh, to the watch party. If you're attending the watch party, I'm going to show you one more time. You're looking for Heist on Netflix, the Bourbon King episodes, episodes one and two. It's not Heist 1 and 2, by the way. They're, it's not the way their episodes are numbered, but it's Bourbon King 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll start that at 8.15, and we'll be in the chat room. So you'll come here, you know, of course, for the chat. We will not be live on screen. We'll be watching from our comfy blankies and couches and dogs and mm-hmm. <laughs> chatting with you guys in the chat. If you've never joined yes, our subscription... Would. Or our membership over on YouTube and you want to so that you can come to the watch party. You just do that on YouTube. There's a membership button. Mm-hmm. You just join. This says join. A month. Yep. Yeah. Easy enough to do. And then we'll be back here at 930 in the morning for a live stream for a status update in Chad Daybell that we think could be significant. And then again, trial case, conference. who the know. hell knows? Yep. It's true. Yep. We don't know. <laughs> no one knows. Mm-hmm. We'll see. So. That's it. Thanks so much, you guys, for being here. We appreciate you so much, all of our chatters and everyone that's uh, listening later that still uh, comments on the podcast or sends us an email or comments, uh, you know, here in the chat. We appreciate it. We love to hear from you. So thanks for being here. sure do. This has been yet another production of the True Crime Squad. Bye, everybody.